Good uh, old Bing. Yo, shout out to Bing. And no, does, Bing does not deserve a shout. Anyway, hello and welcome to College Cheese Podcast, episode 90. 90 episodes in on this thing, y'all. And we're we're still here. We're still ticking. That garbage truck is still burning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So as always, I'm the- starting to smell pretty bad. I mean, it always smells bad, but what, what else is new? Anyway, as always, I'm your host, Al, and the whole crew is here. Everybody's here. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so figure, um, figure we'll kick this thing off with the, the you know, the expected. So they had a, a, the 2018 DOA Fest in Japan a couple days ago. We got some announcements starting off with uh, so a couple more characters got revealed for Dead or Alive 6. I'm sure Joe's pretty happy. Oh yeah, sure absolutely. Uh, well, no, you too, Al, right? That was your character, wasn't it? No. No? I mean, I like, I like Lisa, but I never played her. I mean, I like her because she's got like the cool wrestling moves and stuff. But I always prefer mm-hmm. Tina or Bass. Yeah, but they're tag team partners, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think I just never, I never played Lisa. Tina and Lisa are also like best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's on our end. <laughs> In case you're driving, and then there's uh, <laughs> people at you. So anyway, so yeah, so th- they reveal three characters. First, well, obviously, one was Lisa, La Mariposa. Um, yeah. Did any one of us, Nate, you played some Lisa, right? I did play Lisa. But, like, mm-hmm. if, if we want to go tier list wise, it's probably the bottom of the characters I used. Okay. <laughs> I think I only used, like, four characters, so it's pretty high on the list, I guess. Yeah. So then another character was revealed, Joe. Yep. Do you want to invo- inform the people who it is? <laughs> I mean, Yuri Lowenthal. <laughs> One day, Joe, you'll, you'll get past that a week without us mentioning him. One day. <clears throat> that that day is not today. Nope. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. So Kokoro's coming back. The the little uh, Geisha girl, or my new main. Yeah, not the one you threw by the side of the road. I didn't throw her by the side of the curb. I you gently pushed her out of the car. Listen, it's not his fault that there's no boundaries. <laughs> so yeah, Kokoro's coming back. And she looks and, great. Yeah. Yeah, I have to admit, can't lie. So yeah, like I mean, at this point, you know, we all got our characters back, so that's cool. Yep. Yep. Now was that who was waiting on a character? I thought everyone pretty much had. Joe. Joe was waiting on oh, Kokoro. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Oh no, I guess not. Yeah. And Christy is still voiced by Laura Bailey, so yep. I, I'm pleased. I mean, I still have Life Long and Bayman, but, but... Like, Kokoro has been the main. So. Oh. So everyone's here then. It's like Smash. (laughs) They're still missing Elliot, Brad Wong, Leon, Genfu. Did anyone of us... Have any of us really used Elliot, though? 
I tried. I liked him because he had a his fighting style reminds me a lot of like the Hyuga style Taijutsu. Hmm. And I played yeah, a horrible amount of Brad. Yeah, you you play you like playing Brad to get that stupid wheelbarrow throw. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, fuck Brad. Yeah. Brad Brad's in the fun. same boat as Yoshimitsu for me. Brad is fun though. No, no, hear me out. I would love to use him. I can't. That's what that's where that's the boat that he's in. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, he's got so many fun things that all link into each other, so you never know what he's going to do next. Yeah, Brad's Brad in the same boat as Big the Cat, Nate? No, Big the Cat's in a different boat. You know what kind of boat? The Viking funeral boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the boat you send off that doesn't come back. Yep. Sorry. So, yeah. Sorry. Um... <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, so yeah. So they revealed Elisa. They revealed Kokoro. And then, yo, we got a new girl, y'all. What was it Nico? Nico. Yeah. Her, her designated like name is Nico. Bellic. No. <laughs> Who's a scientist with lightning the, rings. The lightning technomancer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like... I remember because, like, I watched the show at the same time, like, uh, that Joe watched it. Because literally, I was, like, I was waking up, and um, I think I was on Twitter on my phone, and I saw the uh, some tweets from the DOA Fest, and I, I literally saw that there was a new trailer. I saw Kokoro. I literally jumped out of bed, ran upstairs. I was, like, half asleep, and I'm, like, stumbling up the stairs, and I wake Joe up. To, and then, so, I, we, yeah, we watched the trailer, and I saw the, the words, the, the lightning tech romance, I'm, like, what? So. Yeah. And then you watch gameplays. It's like, oh, it's like a digital ninja with yeah, electrical like, powers. Like, I mean, she doesn't look bad. Yeah, she, she doesn't look bad. She reminds me a lot of Benny Morrow from King of Fighters. It's, they also they do the whole like finger thing, <laughs> the lightning, and you know. See, I I just thought she reminded me of uh, of Yarns, and then Great. literally like thinking back. You can start bringing up this character now, Nate. Yeah. I mean, the people haven't heard it. No, no. We we don't need to go back to, you know. Listen, Uranus was was, was legit just a fun character. Just like Joe said about Brad Wong. Yeah. The fun Mm -hmm. character. Just happened to be probably OP. (laughs) That's it. But she reminds me of Uranus in her human form, not her... Whatever form that is. Chimera form. Yes, Chimera form. Because fuck that Chimera form. Not for me, for anyone who's going against me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Although, I'm getting close. I'm just going to slam the ground and electricity is going to go everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hopefully she has a move too. Teleports. I'll take all of it. I need a third character. Welcome to the Bloody Roar podcast. <laughs> I will fight every day for that game to come back. I agree, just not Uranus. I well, maybe not because any sequels that came after the GameCube version that I'm talking that, that I'm talking about were garbage. So maybe not. Maybe just leave it and give me a remaster of uh, four. Aaron, your no. thoughts? <laughs> no, they'll probably just come out with a new game, knowing them. If it, enough fans want it, they'll come. It'll, it'll come back eventually. I don't, I don't even know what developer made it. I think that's out of business now. I'll look it up. Okay. 
And along with the characters, we got some other news from the stream. Yep. There's a customization thingy they're having where you can pretty much just set up your own outfits to use. And I, I, I haven't watched the stream. I don't know exactly how it works yet, but it looks like you have a bunch of slots that you can save so that you don't have to scroll through 70-something outfits in a 20-second time limit. Yeah. If you want. That'd be pretty handy. Mm. Well, Aaron has disappeared. Oh, yeah, I'm shoot. still here. I'm just in the kitchen real quick. Okay. Mm. Huh. Well, the same developer that worked on Bloody Roar apparently worked on Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh. And Monster Hunter 3. Was it Dimps? No, it's um, Aiding. Okay. And their latest game is something called Common Rider. Uh, like you never heard Common Rider? It's like a Power Rangers game. Yeah, Common Rider Climax, Star Force, Wonder Brigade. Common Rider, Japanese Power Rangers. Very popular. I thought, was, I thought that was like the Super Sentai. We oh. will never, okay. never get a new Blade Roar. <laughs> never. Um, actually, they I think Power Rangers over Japan. So I think the version that I am thinking about is not four; it's three. Mm. As long as I get you, because it looks like four was on PS2. Primal, Fu uh, Primal Fury is the one we played on the GameCube. Yeah, but it was that. Oh, was that Bloody War 3 or 4? Oh, yeah, it was 3. And it was only on GameCube, was it called Bloody, um, Bloody War Power Fury? Oh, well. You all right oh. over there, Joe? Yeah, just attempting to sneeze and not being able to. Oh. Damn, those are the worst. So, um, yeah. There wasn't there uh, a, a Extreme Beach announcement, too? Yeah, there was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't tell me what happened there. <laughs> yo, that, yo, fucking DOA Extreme 3 Scarlet, which I, I, because of the font, I don't know why, but I initially read it as DOA Extreme 3 Sourdough. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wow. So, so, so they they announced Dead or Alive Extreme Three Scarlet, which is coming to the P the PlayStation Four and to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the here's my only problem with it coming to Switch is it's a touch screen. Yeah, yeah, touch. We know what's happening. Exactly. And Nintendo on the Switch, at least, don't give a fuck about adult titles. So. No, they don't. It's like yeah. it's like that freaking Senran Kagura reflections. It's like mm -hmm. yo. Come on in. We'll take it. <laughs> like, you can it. swipe. You can make circles. Listen. And you can go up this. Like this. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's like that pinball game. <clears throat> oh, no, no. It's more like Peach Beat Splash. If they put that on the Switch. No, I was talking about the pinball game because remember, there's a bonus round where you're. You're just you're hitting flipping. the flippers and it's in her, hit, yeah. and it gets in her boobs. Yeah, all that stuff. And then there's yeah, a ball well, there's no difference in uh, Peach Beat Splash. You're actually fondling the uh, the chicks in that one. 
till the heart fills up and then you hit the hand and then it's just like hold all out right. the hand and then all right, you all right. All yeah right. we're, we're good we're good mm-hmm. pg-13 ish <laughs> i think we passed pg-13 since we started talking about simran kagura and then i mean obviously volleyball. I mean, obviously, I'll buy that the Extreme Three Scarlet as well. Like, well, obviously, it's got to be. It has to have English subtitles, obviously, because otherwise, can't play it. Now, did they say yeah. it's coming to the US, or is that just uh, important? No, yeah, yeah. I, no, I'm pretty sure it won't. I'm pretty sure if like in able to, if like in order to get it, I'd, I'd have to get it through PlayAsia.com again. Mm-hmm. Well, at least the uh, Switch and the PS4 are, are um, region region free. Region free. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I just love how like I go to the I go to uh, the website for Extreme Beach Three Scarlet whatever and like you know they show like it's on the Switch and they show like the Joy Cons and they put they put special emphasis on the HD Rumble. Oh God! <laughs> you know, so you can feel, so you can uh, experience that that what was that that game where you're bouncing butts to knock them off of a a floating device. Uh, the, the the butt battle thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can experience that in HD Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> so you can feel the rippling skin on contact. Commence the jiggling. Ah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. But no, you didn't. Let's see. So yeah, back to the 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 customization mode for DOA six. That seems pretty promising. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like Joe said. It's like you won't have to. You know, like fl- like flip through a bunch of costumes and you know, make like make all your decisions within like the twenty second time limit. Yeah, it's like and we might actually be able to mix and match stuff now, so we can get the best of everything. That'd be nice. Yeah, or the worst of everything. <laughs> I want to know if we could have like full body, like limb, uh, obscuring costumes, oh. so we can't see. What each other's or, uh, moves are about to do. Is this a Soul Calibur Six reference? Yes, it is. Yes, say, is, that, so. is it the Rainbow Block mm-hmm. from Soul Calibur Six? Yep. Question: I couldn't remember if the are the power blows new to this game in terms of the slowdown. You know, when um in the trailer, Nibu yeah. got hit and her glasses got knocked off. Yep. Is that new to this game? Or was that in the previous oh, one? Yes, because the the it's the five had the power blows. Yes, which but not the cinematic slowdown of it. Well, it kind of did. Cause it like, kind of did, yeah. If, if it killed, you get you, well, you get you get a slowdown so that you could choose which direction they go to. Yes, and if it killed, you got like an, an extra got, like oh, okay, uh, okay. close up on their face. Yeah, <clears throat> but the whole like. Up in the face, like smoosh thing. That's, That's it. Okay. Because I'm noticing that in, especially in one of the trailers, there seem to be a lot of like accessories. I wonder if they can get knocked off during the game. Like she's wearing sunglasses. I'm assuming you can then knock those off. Yeah. Probably. I mean, as long as we can't knock off Zach's glasses, because. Zach has always been with sunglasses and seeing him. With Haven't that. we seen him without his glasses in six though? I don't think so. Like from the, the, the renders I've seen, you can actually see his eyes through his glasses. Which is oh, okay. Cool. That's it. That's what I'm thinking. 
So you know what would be interesting is if you knock the glasses off of Zach, and then just out of nowhere he pulls another set. And puts of course, that would be the of best. course, that would be the best. Of it's like not. It's like he you knock him off, and then it's like he just has like another pair of underneath. <laughs> it's like oh shit, <laughs> like already there. Just pulls him out of his face. Exactly. They just it just like it just like seeps out of his pores. It's like a Johnny Bravo situation. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like I love how like in that in that trailer. And they were showing Nico, and Nico was fighting Bayman. And, you know, there's Bayman again, just beating up somebody else. And it's like, yo, like, it's like, it's like a tradition now. It's like a new character trailer. Somebody's eating that freaking Bayman pimp hand. Yep. <laughs> or somebody's being put to sleep. I want to start calling Bayman the Sandman. I mean, I, I still think Christy got the worst. Yeah, she did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was getting thrown through everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was salvage day, and he had to blow up all his cars with her face. <laughs> so disrespectful. It's like, hey, check out this new stage. <laughs> Let's see. Um, sorry, Actually, it could have happened to Helena. Hmm? What happened? It's all right. It could have happened to Helena. It could have. I'm it glad did it didn't. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't. No offense to Christy. I like Christy, but. You can't have a freaking classy French lady just be eaten in the backhand of a dude. <laughs> These yeah. are accurate statements. Yeah. So let's see. On Starbucks. what? No, I said uh, Helena Starbucks. I French thought you said coffee. So I was gonna say something. Oh. Oh, on a random note. Uh. So the thing that Nate, the thing you posted the other day about the the tax, yeah, in Chicago, how there's like a what was it nine percent? Yeah, nine percent uh, entertainment charge. entertainment t- tax charge thing. I'm oh, sorry, amusement tax. Yeah, that that's what it is. That's what yeah. it was. So, yep. <laughs> I, I I'm assuming I'm not the only person here who thinks that's bullshit. It is. Yep. Mm. I'm literally trying to think of a way it's not, but it is. Okay, because the way the way you, the way you said it is, I'm like I was expecting a but. It's like, so I can see, I can see in part why they would think of implementing a tax like this. Okay. It's it's one of those situations where the state probably thinks that there's money on the table to be taxed. Right. Right. And if this is say a million dollar business in in there, a nine percent is nine percent of that million dollars that they could take in and do whatever they want with it. Um, Connecticut had that um, that sales tax thing with um, I think it was Newegg, where online retailers Newegg had to give anyone who bought a product from them within the last like I think it was like five or something years. They got records sent to Connecticut saying that this is what was purchased. We did not collect tax from them. You can collect tax from them. So then we were supposed to claim them in our taxes that year for like going back to however long. Wow. Makes no sense. But Connecticut thought that that was a a missed opportunity in taxes. So it's possible that that's what's going on here. The only thing is, I think I was reading through the article. uh, I have to read through it again. But this tax is I think right now only be implemented by Sony. 
I don't think like Netflix or anything else has a has bought in yet. Okay. So it's kind of like a testing ground. Kind of. I think it's just um, like Sony and all those big companies. It's uh, their tax laws are determined by where they're headquartered. I think. So like the reason why sometimes Amazon can get away with say not collecting taxes on on things is because they're based not in Connecticut, so they can't collect Connecticut tax. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a way that like some companies get away with it. <laughs> I don't know if maybe because Sony probably has something set up in every city just to kind of get around those kind of tax things that they have to in that area. But the workaround is you can get your PSN credit online, put it on your account. Yep. You don't necessarily have to buy it through the store saying that you're in Chicago to then pay the taxes on it. So there's still ways around it. It's just, yeah. it's an annoyance. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of just comes off as like another way for them to get more companies to get more money out of you. Yeah. Also, people, well, let's not forget the uh, birth of the country and how that came to uh, fruition, how that all started. What, Christopher yeah. Columbus? No, he's going he's gonna to say Tea Party. Yeah. Okay. Austin Tea Party. Yep. Yo, good old capitalism. Yep, the next revolution is going to be held on uh, Call of Duty tournaments. So anyway, yeah, get, getting away from all this political crap because this is like this is not what our little little engine that could podcast is about. So on the same topic of Sony, it is announced it was announced that Sony is not going to be at E3 next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know that this sounds like it should be a bad thing, but I legit think it's a good thing. I think it's a great thing to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, I mean, they didn't do a PXX this year. No, they didn't. No. And I, I, part of it, I feel like, is they might not have had anything to show. To be Probably honest, not. Probably not. It might be ramping up for the next stage of PlayStation. So the games that are being developed now might be either pushed to the next system, mm-hmm. or they might be doing that little stopgap thing, like with Last of Us. Like if Last of Us was the last generation PS3 game. That was mm-hmm. really meant for PS4. Yep. It might be something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Also, Sony has Tokyo Game Show. Um, what was that thing? That was Paris Games Week? To do something? Like yep. Um, E3, PSX, if they were to do it again that year, and then all these other shows kind of scattered then, throughout the year. Yeah, and then there was, I think there was another one like Germany, I think. Yeah, see? So, so they have a bunch of shows that they would have to. Uh, have content yeah, for exactly if yeah. they can cut down to even if even if they were cut down to like say three right mm-hmm. which yep. would be they don't do e3 they do psx which is their own showcase right they don't have to worry about it being leaked or anything like that they can kind of control it better um they do paris games week mm-hmm. and then tokyo game show and tokyo game show because obviously like Jap- the, uh, J- yeah. japan is a huge market they have for to do Sony. Game show, yeah. yeah. But the, those should be spread out evenly enough so that they can have like announcements dedicated for a show, announcements dedicated for another show, mm. announcements dedicated for that show. But 
say if this is the year where they announce that next year. Okay, sorry. Say 2019 is the year that they announce that 2020 is the next system. Yep. That leaves where it might be better for them to announce it at a PSX, like their mm-hmm. own controlled showcase. Yeah, so that way, like you say, that hopefully yeah. stuff doesn't get leaked, so they have more control over it. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you're announcing everything, I mean, Sony is, has been pretty good with E3, knocking it kind of, they're the last, they're the ones who close that show. Not close the show, but they close those rounds of uh, announcements. Yeah. They've been pretty good about being the better of the, the showcases. But they don't have to worry about trying to top Xbox or whoever. They can just focus on their own show. Yep. And I think um, Xbox did one this year, didn't they? For the first time in a while? Yeah, they, like, yeah it was like last week, I think. It was like, what, yeah. X018? Yeah, and I think like they had an XO before. They used to have a, a, a Xbox Expo. And yeah. they haven't done it for a while. So this is bringing that back. I wouldn't be surprised if they either tone down their E3 showcase and try to move to something like that, too. Mm. Although I don't think Microsoft really has too big of a presence at other shows. Because they know they, they do Paris Games Week also, but I don't know if they do a Tokyo game show. I don't think they do, because obviously like Xbox doesn't sell well yeah. in Japan. So they would have their PAXs, which they they would have a booth, obviously. Yep. I don't think they do any announcements for any of those PAXs. Um, they do E3, which is their like biggest show, probably. Mm-hmm. I think they also do the Germany show. I think so, yeah. Um, I, I can't think of any other big showcases. I just remember that, that E3. I just remember that E3 showcase, like I think it was like two years ago, where they had like they put all this like you know it was like a huge presentation and stuff, and I think they were announcing the new Forza, not Horizon, yeah. but the new Motorsport, and they lowered th- with that that car for like thirty seconds, and then they raised it back up, and it's so, like so E3 is in June, June, right? Yes. yes. So, I mean, I know we're talking about Sony right now, but. Xbox would be better off leaving, having the Expo and E3 because it's literally six months apart. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that would work really well for them, at least spacing things out. And Microsoft's a big enough company in their own right to just do a press release if they really need to. Yeah. Plus, I mean, looking, I'm trying to remember. I mean, maybe it's just me because, like, obviously, I'm not big on last of us but like <laughs> i feel like the um I'm, I'm i'm treading lightly here but i feel like the these uh the sony presentation from this past e3 was kind of lackluster and not just because last not just because they like i thought it was weird how so, like it i think i think i know what you're talking about though yeah because it wasn't bam 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 announcements bam announcements right they were and they said in the beginning that it was going to be a different kind of showcase they were literally going to show these four games off and they for some reason had a live orchestra for everything yeah it was Um, like they showed last of us two and like they they had like the the crowd in like that one like one building and then they did the whole presentation for last of us two yeah and then they're like Okay, we're gonna take like a fifteen minute break to allow everybody to move over back to the other building. Yeah, that was it, it was dumb. I, to be honest with you, it was dumb. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think if they really wanted to go that route, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I'm sure it would have cost money, but they should have done the four different show like stages. 
you you essentially you know what you're going to be signing up for. Yeah, you're going to. But I guess what if you have that that showing where people don't like Last of Us, right? Right. And then they look at that crowd and they're like, "Wow, there's 12 people in that crowd." As where you know this other game uh, was it Ghost of Tsushima or is that what it's called? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. that was great. And, and that one was great too. But like you say, if that one had a full house, but then Last of Us didn't, it'd be like, oh, maybe maybe this isn't a good look for the game. So that's probably what they were thinking is mm. we have a, a full house. We'll just move that crowd or reset the stage up. Um, they could have just done different backgrounds because they have multiple, like if it's a, say if it's a theatrical stage, yeah. those curtains and all that are set up so that they have multiple backgrounds. So you can pull one up or you can pull them all up and then drop one. It's goes to Shima, pull it back up. It's, you know, whatever. Mm. I mean, I don't, I didn't like it too much either. But I still kind of liked what they were doing by focusing on the game. Yeah, like, I think it was like I'll, I can respect the attempt. I'll yeah. say that I can respect the attempt, but like, in execution, I think I'll, it like it's kind of it slow. Yeah, it was also very different from everything we've seen that day. Yeah, especially yeah. like even from like the the Sony presentation from last year. Yep. Like when they showed off like Spider Man and God of War and stuff so, like that. If you remember that when they when they announced God of War for the first time, yeah, they did a a live orchestra, mm-hmm. which was which was awesome. It's great. Yeah, it was. I feel like you should you should save a live orchestra for like really special things. Yeah, not necessarily just because just for the effect. I mean, it's Sony also, and God of it's God of War. It was, and it was it's it's a signature sound. Yes, the God of War music. Mm. So as soon as you like. You're like, what's this game? There's a lot of snow, and then you start hearing the God of War music. You're like, oh fuck, it's happening. I think they did the same thing with um, Final Fantasy remake, didn't they? I think they, so. They showed the live stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, they did. Yeah, yeah they everyone, did. Okay. Everyone no. lost their shit in the theater. It was it, it was great. I mean, Sony's pretty good about announcements like that. Yeah, I think the only like, not 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 this year, but last year, mm-hmm. I think the only time like. It's it's when they had like that segment where they showed off like two or three VR games, mm-hmm. and then they they did the 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 they panned back to the crowd, and that crowd was dead silent. There was like yeah. no reaction whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're trying to say just leave the orchestra for like the flagship titles? Well, yeah. Kind of. So so if you say that right, that's what they showed mm-hmm. off last year. Mm-hmm. Were were like four flagship games. It's just I don't know if I I, I just could have done without the performances. Like I, I would have been fine if you just give me the um the Last of Us trailer and say okay I know I'm jumping around place. Okay. If there's no announcers, right? If there's pretty much just someone introducing saying this is our show, st- stay tuned, right? Then why not just give us a Nintendo Direct style presentation? They could have. They could have literally just given us a half hour. All right, here's the first game, and then fucking snap their fingers because that's what Nintendo does with the Switch. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, no. I mean, that game show that 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 show was just a bunch of trailers with some live musical performances either before or during. Not really necessary. So they had to. They, I feel like they they had to try to make it feel important. I mean, I guess they're trying to make it immersed, but yeah, that, that's also true. Maybe, 
it didn't come across for the viewers. It probably came across for like people who were actually live yeah, at the event, yeah. but not much for the viewers. And to spend, I can't imagine spending that much money to essentially just please a couple hundred people in the, you know, the E3 audience. Yeah. I mean, it probably just doesn't make any sense. Not that Sony really needs to worry about money at this point, but still, like, it, it, it has to be a cost. Especially when, sorry, yeah. PlayStation doesn't have to worry about money. Sony does. So it's it's one of those things where I don't know, maybe if it's like a the main company might have might have said, hey, let's cut some of this cost so we can, you know, eat more of your profits. <laughs> Eat more food. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, freaking convention food is pretty expensive. Anyway, yeah, yeah, all depends about the business model and the analytics of both companies. Yeah, because I mean, I think last last time I checked, every other part of Sony is bleeding money, except for PlayStation. So okay. it's like, like their TV market, not doing so well. Their camcorder market, not doing so well. They sell components pretty well, like like cameras for smartphones, image sensors, stuff like that. Yeah. And then PlayStation is their where they make the most money out of. Their cash cow. Yeah. 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 Well, they do such a good job with uh, the PS4. Not yeah. so much the PS3, but you know. And I think it's almost the same deal with Microsoft, except though inverted. Like there was a time period where Microsoft games was were doing you know, but like good numbers. I think this this time around with the Xbox One, not so good, but they get the support of big Microsoft with everything else that they're doing. Yeah, they're like they're like absor- like they're like you know buying all these other like game developers mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, did they just add Obsidian Obsidian Games to their? Yep, Obsidian and um, um, what was that other studio with um, the um, Ninja Theory? That's what I'm thinking. That's about. okay. Okay. Yeah. Ninja Theory is a, a pretty big one that they just bought. Um, I don't think was Hellblade um, a PS4 only game. No, I believe that's on Steam as well. It's on Steam and, and Xbox. I think so. Okay. That so like the the question is, do we get Ninja Theory games that are cross platform, or are they forever now locked to Xbox? Hellblade, PS4, Xbox One, Microsoft okay. Windows. Yep. Okay. And that was that came out before the um, the acquisition. And yeah. I think that was like an indie project within the studio. I don't even think that was a main project. Okay. Either way, I don't even know how we got to uh, Xbox about this, but yeah, it's okay. It's all within the the gaming. <laughs> Sphere. Anyway, at least those are my thoughts. I don't know what you guys think about Sony backing out of E3. I mean, like, I, I I think it's I think it's a a decent thing, especially like, well, depending on what the situation is, because we, we like we don't know. It's like maybe if it is like, oh, they're working on the PS5 or something. Yeah. But it's like, if you really don't have much to show, then it's like you know why you know why show up? Yeah. You know, it's basically what it is. Aaron? Go ahead, Aaron. Oh, oh my bad. Um, my thing is, if um, 
if this is going to cause Sony to actually focus in and condense a lot of their stuff into one nice, lush package, then I'm all good for it instead of, like, splitting up stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I said, if there's enough of a gap in in time, then it makes more sense to have them showcase, you know, five or six games. Like I said, I would, I would like a the first PXX they did that kind of announcement like pace at a at a game show yeah I mean, at, yeah at a showcase um and if that if if it takes this to do it that I'd be fine with it I wouldn't be surprised if we hear them backing out of another conference come like another future conference coming up yeah I mean it's pr- it's pretty big that they're backing out of E3 yeah it's pretty significant now, with that said. They could back out of E3 to pull a um, an EA because EA is not technically part of E3, but they do it at the same day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there is that possibility that they they still do something during E3, but not affiliated with E3. Yeah, it's like they just have like their own thing like offsite. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. Po- I, I just thought of it now, but there is that possibility. There is, yeah, because it's it is pretty significant that you know, like, and I think even like the PC showcase isn't part of E3, right? No, that's offsite too. Yeah, yeah. So it they could just announce something on that day. There's even a Nintendo Direct stream on E3 day, right? I think so. Yeah. I think. So uh, it could also mean nothing. <laughs> mm. It could. Well, be wouldn't that be more money if they did their own separate thing? That'd be more direct money coming to them. No. Less money. Because they don't have to pay to be at the show. Oh. So, like, the, the E3 organization, mm-hmm. you have to pay them booth space, um, all this other jazz. Yeah. To be there. So they could eat those costs, like, you know, save, those, save that money and then put that back into the showcase. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. I have more money to focus on just uh, PSX and not yeah. have to pay out more money just to be at some place that it's not just theirs and theirs alone. Yeah. Like I said, I'd be fine with it with a, uh, a PlayStation style direct or sorry, an a Nintendo direct style PlayStation announce uh, stream. Yeah. And I would also be nice if they did the theater thing again for guys like us who just can't make a way to California to go to E3. Yeah. It's like was like where was it last time? It was like what? In... For us, it was in Waterford. Waterford, that's right. Yeah. So it's like I mean that's an easier trip than you no, know Southern Wallingford. California. Sorry, huh? Wallingford. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was further away than than Waterford. But okay, still. but still closer than Southern California. Yes. <laughs> Joe, you got any thoughts? Um, the Sony skipping out on E three. Um, not really. I mean, it's probably like a very big executive decision because, like, I I think they kind of blew their load this year. Yeah, in seriousness, because like they showed off a ton of stuff over the year. Yeah, so they probably don't have much left, and they're then they're gonna build up and then dump that all like in the next two years. Yeah, they need, you know, you know, they need time to sleep before they, you know, jump back into it. Yeah. Well, that's why I believe, like, they're ramping up and getting ready for a new release. Mm-hmm. Like, 
anything they're going to announce would probably end up being on the PS5 anyways. Oh, man. I swear to God, they announced the PS5 in the first game out the gate on PS5. Metal Gear Survive 2. No, he's going to say Final Fantasy. Yep. Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, we're not going to see a Final Fantasy for a while. I know. You know this. It's it's probably not going to be like... He still has the hope in his heart. 2021 or something like that because they're trying to make everything make sense in that game from what I understand even down to like the ecosystems around um, Gareth's house and cottage or whatnot. Here's the thing right you have a game like Final Fantasy 7 which we're all waiting on well a few of us are waiting on right Mm -hmm. Um, and you you have the game that kind of righted the ship Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. Their game, their developer, or sorry, their their lead director left the company. Left. He's gone. Like not just not just, you know, deciding, oh, you know what, maybe I'll go scale. No, he just left the company. Yeah. Now, what does that mean for the future of Final Fantasy? I don't know. I mean, someone else can step up and, and try to fill those shoes. Um, I don't think we're gonna get another Final Fantasy for a while. And it might be a good thing. Yeah, it gives them more time to work on it. No, you know. I think I think we need to drop Final Fantasy. Bold words, I know. Like even the se- even the seven remake. Okay, so I f- I feel like and I'm gonna get the I feel, heat. I feel like you just you just stabbed Aaron <laughs> through the heart. Okay, so we still get, get a lot of angry comments. Here's the thing: we can still get our remake. Okay. Because it's being handled by Square, but another team. It's, okay. No one's saying anything that it's like. The original team that worked on Seven is working on this game. It's just another team that's wor- that's redoing this game. Yep. They could have given it to Blue Point, who did Titanfall, but um, instead we we finish projects that are that are active right now. Right. Which is literally just Seven. We have a team that's finishing Kingdom Hearts, right? Yep. Apparently, also Kingdom Hearts is done. So if if Kingdom Hearts is gold, right? All the entire staff is ready. You only need a skeleton crew at this point to make sure that the day one patch is ready, right? Mm-hmm. And then maybe work on DLC. Either way, you don't need a full team anymore. We could get a new title to replace our Final Fantasies because Final Fantasy carries a heavy weight. That it does. Yeah, so it does. So a Final Fantasy 16 would need to top Final Fantasy at least 15, but. It would have the top Final Fantasy that came before. Yeah. yeah, it's a hard thing to swallow. Like it's a hard thing to do. So if we can get a um, new series, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. Is it really a, a hard thing to do to top the ones that came before it? Depends Not talking about seven. Not really talking about eight. But in the last few years, let's start with uh, Final Fantasy ten. Okay. Okay, 10, was, 10 was pretty good, except for, you know, that one sequence of events where the main character kept crying every five minutes. Mm-hmm. I still say... It was great as long as Titus wasn't there. You yeah. mean the entirety of the game. I mean, Hold even on. Waka? You also mean 12, where we had Bitch Boy as the, the main character, and mm-hmm. not Bosh. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And 13, you know, the, the first one with Lightning. 13. Listen, 13. here's the thing, right? The, you look at the game, right? Look at if you don't want to include 
seven, eight, and nine. All right, seven, eight, and nine weren't improvements on the old games through graphics or anything like that. They're improvements on story. They're sort of completely different stories. Everyone likes. If you were to give them a choice between seven, eight, or nine, someone would find their favorite story somewhere in there. Right. All right. Then we jump to ten. Ten is a graphics leap over mm-hmm. the games that came before it. Yeah. All right. Say what you want. It's still a graphics leap. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Story wise, everyone, everyone likes their archetype. There's a there's a certain character in that game you like and attach to. For some reason, Al attaches to Waka. I don't, I don't attach to Waka. <laughs> well, he kind of has hair. I mean, if you dyed Al's hair or I know hair. it's Yuna, but still, everyone has a character from that game, right? Yeah. We we skip eleven, and we skip fourteen because those are the online games, and they yeah. don't count. I don't know why they're Final Fantasy games, but they just don't count. You jump from ten to twelve. You can't tell me that twelve didn't have a good story. As much as the character was a bitch, good story. Same thing with ten. As much as the character was a bitch, decent to good story. Fair. See, Fair. Also, now ten carried on to ten two. <laughs> 10 carried on in 10 too, so... I still say, uh, this is probably one of the very few games that me and Nate actually agreed on the best character in a Final Fantasy series was, in 10 was Orin. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Orin is probably one of the best Final Fantasy characters in anything. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. He's out there with uh, Cloud and... I'm uh, not see, really a Sephiroth guy. This, this is where I get the hate. I don't go fuck with Cloud. No, Cloud is terrible. I don't, I don't, go, mm. I don't go fuck with Cloud. If if I'm going to pick a character from from seven, Barrett. I would Barrett. Either, no, no. I would either pick the wait. Am I thinking about the right? Is it Red Thirteen or Red? Yeah, he's the Lion thing. Yes, I'd either pick him or Vincent. The vampire. Vincent. Yes. Yes. Vincent, of course. <laughs> Either him or Vincent. Those are, those are only two characters I really care about. But Claude had a good story behind him, character development. No. If you include half oh. children, oh. Nope. that's it. Did you even play seven, Joe? Did you even play seven? I played ten minutes of it and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you actually need to go and play the story. It's actually pretty good. I was watching Max play it and I enjoy watching him get hype over it. I still don't care about the game, though. So, we'll never have him on the show, but Ricky, (laughs) right? Uh, Ricky agrees with me. Final Fantasy 7 is overrated. I will put it in the same category where everyone's like, name a good movie, and then you get these assholes who are like, Scarface, The Godfather. They were okay movies. They were pretty good movies. They were pretty good movies. For their time, there are better movies since. Good Burger. <laughs> Space Jam. I will say this. Like I said, they're good art piece movies. But if I was given a choice of movies to watch, they would not be on that list. Anyway. See, with Seven... The dislikes ahead, are going Joe. up. I can feel it. <laughs> no, see, like... like Yo, like, the jacket's coming off and everything. Nate's <laughs> ready to throw down. It's, it's getting hot here, right? Godfather. They're they're a specific type of movie. 
Like you have to be in a certain mood to watch those because they're very long, very drawn out, very story based. This is like when people tell me that The Departed is a good movie. Like it's a sorry, I should probably stop saying good movie. When people tell me that it's a great movie, okay, that's where I'm like, no. Like it, if I if I had to do a one to ten, Godfather, Scarface, all three Godfathers, Scarface. What other movies do they say? Movies in that genre that people are like, oh man, these are like perfect tens. A seven. Yeah. To, to high seven. Fair. That's, I'd say that's fair. I'm not saying they're yeah. bad movies. I'm just saying that. You're, you're saying they're overrated. There's a difference. Yes. Yeah. They're overrated. Like that's the, that's the thing. Like not like nowadays, like people like you know. I'm not trying to you know bash society or anything, but it's like it's like nowadays, like if somebody's like they love this, it's like and somebody else calls it overrated, they automatically assume that the that the other person saying that oh it's bad. Unfortunately, it's like, so so yeah. So that's what I was getting at, right? Yep. Is seven, eight, and nine when they came out, games were allowed to just be good and be a good game, right? Now if we were to get a Final Fantasy. 16 or whatever yeah 16 yep we were gonna get five and 16 that was okay in comparison to 15 wouldn't that game get shot down immediately but now say if we get the same game say okay good example fantasy final fantasy 15 wasn't supposed to be a final fantasy game it was supposed to be a kingdom hearts game that's right yeah so can we get another title that says technically supposed to be a, a Final Fantasy 16 that just becomes its own story, like its own series starter? Or could I be saying the thing that I preached for years? Just give me a platform game. A Final Fantasy platformer? I mean, I mean... Here's, the thing. here's the thing, right? Technically, the online is their Final Fantasy as a platform. They come up with these new expansions all the time. Yep. Adding new story content, adding on to that current story. So I guess that's our the, the story that we the, the, sorry. That's the skeleton that we can use if we were going to do a Final Fantasy as a service. Right? Because that's what it is. It's Final Fantasy as a service. But I think we just long in the tooth of Final Fantasy. Just I could I could do with either something like a breakout. Just go down a different path. Just do something else. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. I feel like there's too much weight behind being the director who comes in to helm a Final Fantasy 16. And it took us forever to even get a 15. Yeah, yeah it did. did. Yeah, it did. And I think that was also because of the pressures of topping the previous ones. And, in fact, that's probably the problem with, with, thir- with people's problem with 13. You had 10. We skipped to 12, right? 12 is the game that's an RPG through and through, but introduces some of those auto mechanics. Right? Right. 13 comes around, graphic improvement, really dives into this auto mechanics option. And maybe it's rushed, and that's why we get kind of a linear gameplay throughout the game. But all based on feedback from the previous ones. Right. So then when 15 comes out, after it gets changed to Final Fantasy 15, it's like we, we've learned from the previous game, guys. We will do better. And that's why it took fucking forever for this to come out. So a 16 comes out. We know it works. Maybe it's easier, but they give us more of the same. 
if they give us more of the same, the first critique is this is more of the same. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I just feel like even if we were to go and take a full step back, <clears throat> stop with Final Fantasy, say we make Octopath a fucking um, new Final Fantasy. Yeah, I was going to say, well, if Octopath Traveler becomes like the new Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, that, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I have my problems with, with Octopath, though. The, the eight storylines that don't fully mesh together. I mean, I finally played that demo, and that was pretty good. No, the demo's great. So yeah. so the demos is where you kind of see some of those lines, like, beginning to, but they never fully intertwine. That's my problem with, with Octopath, is that the more you play this game, the option of having... You can you could solo the game if you wanted to. Just mm -hmm. the one character, no teammates. I think at some point you hit a roadblock where you have to get somebody, but you can play through the game without getting everybody, right? Yeah. And because they have to build it that way, there's not much interaction between other characters. You'll get the Tales of Symphonia sometimes if you're in the party, they talk to each other. They have those yeah. little like prompts that come up with cutscenes. But they have to be active in your party, not just in your group. And I feel okay. like they went down a Tales route where they gave you all the characters. Like you had to get all the characters. They could intertwine those storylines better and those characters better. But I mean, for a first release, Octopath's great. It's pretty good. I mean, I would, I would, be, I would be fine with an Octopath too. I don't know if you can really go on calling this game Octopath though. I mean, I don't know. But, but yeah. So I don't even know how we got there again. I mean, yeah, because we were talking about Final Fantasy VII, and you saying that uh, Final Fantasy VII so wasn't it. I don't know, dude. The The story from a lot of the Final Fantasy games I have played, all of the characters actually had good cues to the story. Like, all of them had nice ties into the main story, except for maybe, like, Yuffie. Yuffie just kind of came in there out of randomly she didn't need to be there vincent had a tie to the main story a okay, good pretty so, significant tie to the main story so having a tie to the main story doesn't does i'm not saying that it doesn't have like no i'm the tying to the main story was just one aspect that made the yeah. story good for me yeah i yeah. like the whole story behind cloud as opposed to what happened with sephiroth and what happened with <laughs> zach so another part of this could be right and and I don't, I don't know if Ricky will admit to this, but part of the reason why him and I both probably dislike Seven more than we like Seven is because we had it ruined by for for us by people. Oh, okay, Brandon, I remember. So, yeah. so yo, name dropping people, putting people on blast. I, I mean, you guys picked it up. I didn't say a name in particular, <laughs> but we news people who like evangelize this game to no end. That's kind of funny that you said evangelized, considering his favorite character was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, it, it just, maybe that's a ruined it for me, but I feel like looking at broad picture, if I was given a choice between, like I said, um, 7, 8, or 9, I could pick a game out of there, and for me, it would probably be 8. I think for Ricky, it would be 9. Clearly, for you, it would be 7. I'm gonna assume Joe would probably be nine. For for what? Final Fantasies. If I was giving you a choice between Final Fantasy seven, eight, or nine. Uh yeah, I mean yeah. 
between seven, eight, and nine, I've never played eight. I tried to play seven, and I played through most of nine. So yeah, I'd say nine. Yeah, and yeah. now I'm I'm going to say one. You're with me, and you would probably say eight. Probably, yeah. I mean, because so. that's the one with Skull and uh, Rihanna, which mm-hmm. I still haven't beat that one. And I haven't beat nine. I mean, so here's the thing, too, right? Some of those storylines are not evergreen. Like, you go back and play those, and because you've experienced better stories since, it might not be as good as if you win the first time you played it back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, because nostalgia wears off, and then you're critiquing it a little bit more. You're seeing the plot holes on the... I mean, like, like, like take me, for example, right? I played 10 when it first came out. I love 10. Mm-hmm. I, I I acknowledge the main character's a bitch. Look past it. He's a bitch. Uh, every part of, of Titus is his bitch mode. Except for like at the very end no. after he got... Nope. nope. <laughs> the, only, the only redeeming quality of Titus, I can honestly say, is that I crafted his blade to have counterattack and death touch. Which is the best move trying to grind. Mm-hmm. Also, he's the offspring of Jack. That's the only thing that makes him part badass is the fact yeah. that he's the, the offspring of Jack. That's it. That, that, that's, that's 100% it. Yep. Yeah, and he's true. technically the key to stopping the cycle, but we'll ignore that part. That's the, <laughs> that's the end of it. Yeah, we're not getting a big discussion about who the hell Unalaska is in that whole. No, no, no. See, ten two. You can't you can't fault Final Fantasy for its sequels. Just like how you can't fault Pixar movies for Cars. It, it it's a thing that had to happen. Everyone needs to make money sometimes. Wait, you didn't like Cars? There, Did it have no. to happen? No. No, and I, then there was a lot of the fan base that, uh, for some reason, was just like crying about, "Oh, but what about Cloud and you?" I mean, that cl- wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about Cloud? Uh, Titus and Yuna had to have their uh, happy ending and whatnot. You have to have the happy ending. So, of course, at the end of the game, no surprise, Titus comes back at the end of Ten Two. Mm, was that optional? That was like perfect ending, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, okay. See, like I said, you can't fault the Final Fantasy games for their sequels. Just like how, I mean, 13. 13 2 was probably the best out of. 13 3 really tried hard, but it, it, it just, I don't know. There, was good, there were good characters in 13. Lightning, for everyone, says uh, an emotionalist. Lightning is the closest we think, the closest thing we had to Cloud. How don't you see that? Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. The Cloud's more brooding. The Cloud's more brooding, just like, mm, yeah, mm, the, I fucked up. Uh, the brooding mm. bag, while Lightning is just the emotionless robot. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what was the... If they both approached their problems um, kind of introvertly. They're both kind of lone wolves. Who's, huh. the, guy, who's the guy who... Um, Cloud took his identity from Zach. Zach. Zach is a more interesting character than Cloud, in my opinion. <laughs> like the okay, that's fair. Games, Crisis Core games were infinitely more fun than what I had in seven. 
But then again, Cloud wasn't as perfect as Zack and Sephiroth was, but he was still found, you know. No, I mean, listen, character-wise, I'm sure the game has, has standout characters everyone can identify with and, yeah. and, and like. But in terms of story, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna classify those generation together, mm-hmm. I, I I'm gonna pick eight out of between seven and and nine. Yeah, you're a bigger fan of Squall. I, I remember that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, which is kind of funny because people kept saying like Cloud and Squall are kind of similar in a lot of aspects. Mm, no, not so much. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to play it to actually see. Cause I don't know. I mean, seen, I mean, from what I've seen of Squall from like the Kingdom Hearts games, when you meet up with him, I think it's more in two, and when him and Cloud are talking to each other, mm-hmm. they seem very stoic, just like like they're the stoic bros. Here they are, the stoic bros. Um, here's the thing, right? Like, I mean, we can talk about Final Fantasy. I feel like forever. Mm-hmm. And if our audience was big enough, I'd say a poll, right? Literally, find it in your heart to find out if we're going by generations now. We have we have three Final Fantasies now. I say proper Final Fantasies that are on PS4, mm-hmm. and three proper Final Fantasies that are on on PS2. Yes. No. Do we have two? We only have two, don't we? We have ten. Ten. Twelve. And thirteen, yeah. So there's three on there, um, and then for Wait, PS1, you said you said PS2. Yes, yeah, so sorry. PS2 has ten, twelve, and thirteen for proper Final Fantasies. Was thirteen on PS2? Or was that, that was PS3. Uh, that was PS3, I believe. Was it three? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think PS2 could run thirteen. No, actually, now you think. Now you, yeah, no, probably not. Thirteen is probably the first one we got on PS3. Mm, it was on Xbox too. Yeah, yeah I remember being on PS3. Yeah. Okay, so then I bought it and Joe yelled two. at me. So we only got two, <laughs> unless you want to count ten two. Yeah. So yeah. unless you want to count ten two, which I don't think is really a, a proper Final Fantasy game, but we'll say those three. If you're given those three, what would you pick? If you're given the three PS one games, seven, eight, or nine, which one would you pick? And then the real question is, do we need a sixteen? Given how 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 good fifteen was, fifteen could be a, a you know a, a good stop for for. It Final could, Fantasy. yeah, at least for right now, yeah. <clears throat> so if you're asking that question legitimately, out of seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. didn't play nine. I know enough about Squall's personality from other aspects outside of eight. Let's talk mm-hmm. about like uh, Kingdom like Hearts Kingdom one, Hearts. two, yeah. and the city of. I would have to go seven with eight being close. I'll have to give my verdict more on that after I beat eight. I think nine had the the monkey, right? Uh, Zidane? Mm-hmm. Or Zid- yeah, Zidane. I, don't know, I can't remember his name, but had that guy. Um, and I think also had the little black mage. Yeah, I think so. And then out of the ones that were on PS2... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Really? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say ten, just because of Orin. See, and then I would say twelve, even though. What's name? Didn't play twelve, but I saw the characters and mean you talked about it. I don't think okay. I like would like anybody from twelve, but you know my personality. 
I unfortunately, I, I unfortunately think you would like a, a character from from twelve. Who? Oh. The guy who was supposed to be the fucking main character. <laughs> so, so there's this story. I don't know if it's a, if it's real, if it's just a rumor, but when they were doing Final Fantasy twelve, apparently, to go with the times and the you know Japanese culture and all that jazz, they picked the main character they picked because he was. He was like that young, feminine-looking kind of boy, like that kind of type. So they picked him as the main character. When the story, if you play the, the beginning of the story, you kind of see that they wanted to go to go towards either Bal uh, Balthier or Bosch as the as the main character. Balthier is the guy whose twin brother is the main is the main bad guy mm -hmm. you go against in twelve. And then, um, if I remember correctly, Bosch is the the knight that ah, shit, it's been so long. I can't remember, but yeah, one of those two characters supposed to be the main character. I think you would probably like Balthier more. And he's like is the, it on PC. I'm assuming it's on everything now. Twelve. Okay. Twelve. They, they remastered. That's it. They remastered twelve. Okay. Yeah. So. I have to add that to my list then. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be worth picking up. Uh, I mean, let me see. If it's on Steam, I probably bought it for Steam. I'd be surprised. The king of having games and not be able to play them. Um, do we have anything else to talk about in the meantime while I'm looking this up? Uh, Yeah, like just switching topics for a second. So, uh, Joe, I noticed what you posted in the Slack chat. So, yo, some more Street Fighter costumes coming. Holiday costumes and another thing that Joe just posted a yeah. minutes ago. <clears throat> Joe, you want to talk about it? Uh, yeah. So uh, they revealed the holiday costumes for this year, getting costumes for Blanca, Cody, Falk, and Sakura, and they look pretty good. They gave Cody a beard. Yeah, and Cody's got that that Santa coat and stuff and everything, and Blanca's got that. First suit. I mean, did you really did you expect anything else from? No, I really didn't. I would have been a surprise if it wasn't. That's what it was. Okay. I thought they would have made him like an elf or something, if anything, because elves are usually wear green. Yeah, but man, and Falk looks like one of those like casino showgirls, and then Sakura doesn't look very holiday like at all, but the costume's still cool. Yep. And then but also just noticed, like literally as you guys were all raving about Final Fantasy, I was scrolling through Twitter <laughs> and I noticed that a new set of crossover costumes is coming on the 27th. Yep. And they're crossovers with Resident Evil. Joe, are you going to be a Urian main now? I might be. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I might be. I'm definitely going to play him a lot more and Cammy. Uh, yeah, so Yurian, Kami, and Colleen are getting Resident Evil crossover costumes. Yurian is getting Wesker. Kami is getting Jill, but Resident Evil 1 Jill. Yep. And Colleen is getting Ada Wong. I'm like, uh, and like, I'll say, like, I'm, I'm a little surprised by that. I mean, I'm surprised by the Yurian Wesker thing, too, because I, yeah. I thought Nash would get that. And not just because, like, oh, because somebody made the mod already. 
Yeah, but, it was like because he's got yeah. like the, the the very fast things and shit like that. But like, yeah. I mean, personality wise and like physical stature wise, it fits. Okay. So yeah, I'm fine with it. Plus, it gives Urian another good costume. Yeah. I mean, his Donovan one's not bad, but yeah. But then, um, yeah, I thought I obviously I thought Chun Li would get Ada Wong. Mm. But, but Chun has too many already, so it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like she hasn't gotten a cro- she hasn't gotten a crossover costume in a while because the last one she got was the the June one for the what was it? I forget what the was it maybe Beautiful Joe or whatever that oh, thing. Oh, the, the uh, no, the the Gunstar Heroes or whatever. Yeah, Gunstar Heroes. Yeah, yeah, that I remember that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Cammy's looks great too. I'm gonna be playing that one a lot. Joe's gonna become a Cammy player. I, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, they, they all look great, and I want them. I really, really do. And then we got uh, the the Mecha Jury one coming up. Yep. <clears throat> that starts the week. Just finished, I think, the, the last piece is coming this week? Nope, the last piece was going on now, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the Jury one should start soon. Which I'll have to keep up with that one if I want that one. I don't know why. I've never been. I don't know if I like the Street Fighter costumes, like in general, like the ones that have come out. I don't know if it really adds anything for me. Then again, well, you're not playing the game. Or, uh, yeah, like, so yeah, I don't play often, so yeah. Um, that could also be it. And the characters I do play, I feel like they either get. They don't get enough costumes. Like so, Cami gets outfits, but I I tend to like the Cami outfits that are like I don't know. Like I don't mind this uh, Resident Evil one. This one's actually pretty good. It reminds me kind of about our battle Cami outfit. Yep. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. And she actually has pants. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, maybe that's what it is. It <laughs> maybe like I like the clo- the the outfits that, that clothe her more. Yeah. <laughs> than the, the anti Al strategy. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the West is it Wesker? That, that's yeah. the name. Yeah, I mean that, that's a. I'm not gonna lie, it's a pretty cool. One. Mm. Although I feel like he might be too jacked for Wesker. I mean, yeah, because Wesker is not a very built man. He's very like slim and at, well, not really slim, but he's. I mean, have we seen what goes on under that shirt? Yeah. I mean, then then again, there is no real like non beefy. Street Fighter Five character. Yeah, there's no like, like what if what if they get what if they gave Wesker? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the uh the, the stretchy Indian guy? Dawson. 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 They gave him that outfit. <laughs> that that would not work. <laughs> that, that wouldn't make any sense because Wesker can't stretch. No, they they give the Wesker outfit to Rufus. <laughs> God damn it! Anyway. Yo, speaking of costumes, even though like, we mentioned this, I think last week or maybe the week before when you weren't here, Nate. Yep. So, I mean, obviously, I know how you're going to react to it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. So, have you seen any of the alternate colors for Smash Ultimate? Mm, no, I have not. So, you know how they added Incineroar, the big cat wrestler from Pokemon? Yep. Yo, he has a big the cat color. Instant garbage tier. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, 
I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, he's just it's it's just a purple color. It's not big. It would be a nice way to troll me though. It like, would. This is a, like this, this might if in, in the words of little Mike, this might step me up to the next level. Finding <laughs> that that uh that version of him. It's like literally I saw the color and I'm like, oh, it's just a purple color. But then I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, he's literally like his fur is light purple with dark purple stripes and like a white white belly hair literally mm-hmm. like big the cat and i'm like this is too much is there is there a fishing pole move or a throw yourself <laughs> off a cliff move like anything like that i mean isabel has a fishing pole move now now i i say that jokingly now but i feel like big the cat might work in a smash and i'm not saying this as a uh as like i want him to be in smash you want him there because it's like so can beat him up no no i don't i don't even want to say it like that it would be it would be reminiscent of, I feel like a just a, a big blob, like just fighting a big blob, and then having the hook shot as a because he has a fishing pole, he's reeling himself up or something like that, and you could even have Froggy as a as an assist. <laughs> I don't know what he'd do to ma- magic carpet, flop around because he's he's dying, or uh, take a page from Rachel's book and make him George the Thirteenth. Are you not familiar? No. It's a little it's Rachel from Blaze Blue. She pulls out a little frog called George the Thirteenth. He hops towards your opponent and then sh- shocks them. I was thinking Rachel from Ninja Gaiden slash DOA. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> Rachel from. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, what? Like, I don't know if maybe it's a secret. No, oh, Rachel Alucard. Oh. But yeah, I was like, because like they had the smash, like they had a smash event in Japan like a couple weeks ago, and they were playing the game, and they showed off like all the all the colors, all the alternate colors, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And obviously, like you know, they had the the white gi for Ken, so that's Joe's color, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I saw the the big the cat colors, and they have like you know his default red and black, and then they have his shiny version, the white and red, um, and then they have literally an Aaron color because it's blue and black. And then I saw the purple one. I'm like, oh my god, it's big the cat. <laughs> I mean, everyone needs a little. No, no, I can't say it. I can't say it's, it. It's probably one of those uh, spirit missions. Oh my! Okay, God. fight characters that aren't in the game. Here's <sighs> Dick the cat. What it's incinerator. And they give him Isabel's for just for that fight. They give him like Isabel's like side B, so he has the fish. <laughs> Is that a thing they said they're doing? I doubt it, but. Could you imagine that though? If they if they do that mixing moves and and characters, that'd be awesome. I think I would think that's cool. I would think it's hilarious if they did that for instead of being Big the Cat. It wouldn't even be that difficult to do. I don't think. I don't think so either. I feel like the way you would animate that, anyways, is everyone has a skeleton that you would have animation key to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be it would be it would make fights interesting. It would. Yeah. If you're going in, may look awkward because of the size differences, but yeah. No, but it would be interesting if you go in and you see, oh, I'm fighting Mario and, and Luigi. And it's really Mario and Luigi using Peach and Daisy's, Daisy's fucking moveset. <laughs> oh, God. It's Fair. like you fucking fight, you're fighting Villager, but he has freaking Simon Belmonts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would make for interesting fights because you don't know what's coming. It's like all so of a sudden, of, uh, model swapping. Yeah. So we can have like Hakan Jury or oh. Odie Kami. <laughs> Could you imagine a Mario version of uh, of, of Ryu? 
where he's he's, just, he's throwing an actual fireball. Yes. <laughs> and like his up B is basically a Shoryuken anyway. Yeah. You can wake up coin punch. <laughs> See which seventeen days or eighteen days. Until Smash comes out. Until Smash comes out. Yep. I've been do I've been doing that freaking countdown thing on Twitter where it's like they you they you get a question a day, and I'm I think I'm, I think I, have, I still have to do question seventeen so I think it's seventeen days. Damn, so it close! Is, it is coming up fast. It is. I got you know while you're saying that, let me make sure that it's coming. Yes, it is. Are oh, you still getting the physical copy? Yeah, yeah, I um. I'm still kind of torn between getting physical or okay, like, like, cause you, you, you saved like what, like $10 or something? Like what'd you get? I, say, I, I saved, was it 20%? So it came with like 47. So that's, that's about $13 saved. That's pretty good. Yeah. The thing is right now, my switch is doing something weird with game cartridges. Uh, where like I'll, I'll leave it in and then say, I go back the next day or two days later. Yeah. I'll get an error code like the game's not in there. So no, no, it, it so the whole standby thing kind of negates it if it stops reading the card after a while. Okay. I don't know if it's a bug particular to my system or if it's a some people say that it just happens with the switch sometimes. Yeah, I, I to like repeatedly put the card in and out. What was that? Something like I was on Twitter and once some some YouTuber I follow was saying like something it was something similar to what you said is happening yeah. happening to him. Yeah. So I mean I don't I haven't had that long so I can't say it's it's like a, a day one issue. It, I got it late into its cycle I feel like. Yeah. So I don't know but so that's why I'm torn between the digital or or a physical copy. I don't see me switching it out often. Right. So digital might be the way to go even though I am saving money. Yeah. And the plus side I can get it day one. There is this like two or three day window with Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where it's like it floats between they might send it out the day before so that it arrives on that day. Right. But it also could be sent out the day of release and then I have two day shippings from, and from that. You have to wait like a day or two before it gets yeah. before you yeah. get it. Yeah. Okay. And I mean with you guys, I feel like that's already a disadvantage. So Yeah. Cause I mean, cause like, I mean, I got it digitally cause like, obviously cause like, I don't, I like, I don't ever plan on trading it in. I don't plan mm-hmm. on switching it out very often. And then that way I can put, I can play it at midnight. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, unless you got, you got Joe, you got anything else you got want to add? Nope. Nate, you got anything? No, I got nothing. All right. So on that note, I guess we'll start wrapping this thing up. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And follow us on Anchor. We're on Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash college cheese. We're on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify, Castbox, wherever you can find a halfway decent podcast. We'll be lurking around. Uh, if you'd like, you can donate money to us per month $1, $5, $10 a month. Any money we get will be used to help improve this podcast in some capacity. Uh, yeah, and all of our social media links. Are in the description, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all that stuff. Got a lot of stuff coming out on the YouTube channel if you want to watch. Got our usual wrestling crap and started doing other stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I saw you guys did a, um, a Pokemon. Old yep. school OG Pokemon. Yep. I'm yeah. doing 
I'm doing a Pokemon Blue randomized Nuzlocke run. And oh. uh, <clears throat> and, uh oh, you are. I'm not there for that one. Yeah, and then me and Joe did a uh, a thing with uh because I found the ROM for the Space World '97, which is an old Nintendo convention that they okay. used to. Um, where it was it was the demo version of Gold and Silver, where a lot of like the original Pokemon from that game looked very different. Oh, so okay, pretty neat. There there is one version I think I remember downloading back in high school of um I want to say it was the green version. Yep. Yep, I think it was green and. Very, very badly translated. Yeah, where, yeah. Where it was like your Pokemon died, yo. Like that kind of, like that. Yeah, kind there of like um, there was an emulator. I think it was like uh the the fire red or leaf green, right? And it's like if you emulated it and you went to talk to a guy and he literally said, "Hey, if you like this game, you got like buy it or die." Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, it's exactly. nice that they snuck that in. Yeah, did that in celebration for the release of the the Let's Go Pikachu thing. Yeah, which I am actually still waiting on that from Gamefly. Hmm. Yeah. Like, because I wasn't gonna get it because, like, obviously, like it looked kind of easy to me. I, I from from the guy at work who who has it. Yeah. Said that it is it's easy, and it even has a baby ass baby mode. Really? Okay. So there, it does obviously it's not called baby ass baby mode. But <laughs> you have you have the option of doing two on one battles, right? Yeah, like couch so, co-op or something, yep, right? So couch co-op. If you have a buddy there, they can take control of. I guess it's it's your trainer, but I don't know if it's a random set of Pokemon or if it's your Pokemon that are shared between so the I, two. I've seen it in action. Um, I watched the YouTube video of somebody like doing it. He literally picked up his second Joy-Con and pressed the button, and another trainer dropped in, and he was controlling. Yeah them and he went into battle and he was using the same six pokemon from his original trainer just okay. double battling everything yep okay. so i guess you don't need it on the person obviously you can select so that you have a, a an ai controlling that second character so you can go through the entire game with this two-on-one advantage until you get to like a double match and it's two against two yeah but you can do that through the whole thing they brought back experience share for the this game Yep. So every Pokemon gets experience. You get experience from catching Pokemon. Yeah, instead of because they got rid of the wild battle feature. Yep. Um, you That's also because you're with somebody, you get experience. And now I'm thinking about it. If you're you if the second player is using your Pokemon, I'm not surprised if you get double experience for that. Hmm. And like I said, with it being shared between everybody, this guy is saying that he is at at least double where he should be. For the next gym battle, huh. yeah, I think for some like gym battles and stuff, like there's like certain requirements you have to have. Like you, your Pokemon have to be at a certain level, or mm -hmm. you have to have a certain type of Pokemon in your party, or something like that. That's what I read. Yeah, so I mean, he, he said I, though. For I was watching, and he was going to challenge Brock's gym, and the 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 expert or whatever at the front at the gate, like it's like, hey, let me see a, I, I guess a grass type or like a water type or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, okay. type of Pokemon. It's like you show it to him. It's like, all right, and then he went through. Okay, so you're like, okay, to have like a Pokemon that would have like a type advantage against Brock's Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, yeah I feel like, like I added like teaching mechanisms. Like, oh, hey, you should use this against this guy. Yeah. So this is a remake, essentially, of Pokemon Yellow. That's what I'm hearing, at least. Yeah. It's a remake of Yellow, just with the EV option instead of a Pikachu option. Yeah, because like in um. <laughs> In the original yellow, like you got the Pikachu, and then your rival got the the Eevee. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
so it, it's a remake of that essentially but um yeah he said that it's a little bit easier you can turn off some of those easy features though like okay. you can turn off experience share so it's just the pokemon you're training at that time kind of like and how it was back in the day yeah and then like obviously you like you can transfer pokemon i think if, if you play pokemon Go. one direction you can only transfer pokemon from go into the game right you can't transfer pokemon from the game to go yes you can't right. do that right um and it doesn't care what account it's tied to so you can i can you can tie it into my account trade a pokemon into pokemon go and then i could just disconnect that and then put your account in there and trade a pokemon into pokemon go from there okay um from what i i i guess there's no real benefit of the game doesn't penalize you i should say for not having go okay good yeah yeah so it doesn't penalize you for not having go but this might be introduction to pokemon for the players that picked up pokemon go that weren't pokemon players that didn't play a main, like a main series pokemon yeah. game before. Yeah. yeah which would make sense if there is a legit pokemon coming out down the road yeah and there is and i wouldn't be surprised if they they took the cues of the random battle out yeah kind of like how they do in this game but give us legit battles yeah, because like, um, all the Pokemon that you encounter in the wild to battle and whatever, you can see them in the overall. You don't like just walk yeah. to the group. Like, I, liked, I actually liked that. I was like, I hope they keep that feature in the, the main series game that's coming up. So I wouldn't be surprised if they have these Pokemon. Because when you, when you battle Pokemon, you battle yeah. like how you used to in every Pokemon game. But then when you're catching them in the wild, it's only Pokemon Go style. I wouldn't be surprised if next game implements when you throw a pokeball it goes into pokemon go style of catching when but, but it's still battle like how the old games were right so you whittle them down to make them weaker instead of using berries and all that maybe right. you can get i don't know but i feel like this is going to be mixed into next generation pokemon like a full legit For sure. stuff that gets carried over from go into that yeah because i say like yeah i agree because yeah. I feel like the next, the main series Pokemon game that's coming out uh, next year, it's gonna take cues from this and from Pokemon Go. Just like the the new Animal Crossing game that's coming, I have a mm -hmm. feeling to take cues from the the Pocket Camp mobile thing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they even they just tied it in well. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I although on that note, I got nothing else. <laughs> yeah, on that note, Joe, you got anything? Nope. All right. So yeah, uh, until next week, I'm Al. I'm Joe. I'm Nate. And Aaron was here before he had to leave. And yeah, we'll be back with episode 91. Closing in on those triple digits. Mm. Yeah, we also got to start doing, um, I think, Game of the Year uh, stuff. Yep, we're going to start working on that. Start wrapping yeah. up for that. Figure out what we're gonna, if we're going to do anything special for the 100th episode. Do we know when that falls on? I think, like, looking at the calendar, I think it falls in, like, the beginning of February. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to plan something special. Yeah, we'll maybe we'll maybe we'll get a guest. <laughs> maybe we'll finally get Ricky on. Okay, I'll, I'll try and convince him if he's not dying from AIDS. <laughs> oh God. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's a it's a very inside story that I realize sounds very bad. It yeah. does. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Without context, it does sound pretty bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see you next week with episode ninety-one. Bye. Yeah. Bye.